Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Live happy for less this summer with huge discounts to over 70 destinations like Turkey and Mexico. There are thousands of free kids places available this summer and the ease to fly from really nearby. Welcome to Glasgow Airport. With zero pound deposits if you pay by direct debit. So go on, swap muddy boots for sandy toes. Tui, live happy. Booking T's and C's apply, subject to limited availability. Direct debit, minimum five months from departure. See website for details. At all protected. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore secrets of the universe with show hosts. Sherry Sage Zimmerman, navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Secrets of the Universe. And we have another exciting show. Um, I, I My guest today is someone who I've actually only known for about maybe six to eight months. Uh, I heard her actually talking on another radio show, and I was excited to hear what she had to say and learn about her life and her experiences, um, both as a psychic medium and as a, a reader. But she's also got a, a, a background in some other interesting subjects, which we're going to dive into. So I, I welcome you all to this exciting show. So our psychic medium's name is Sheila Kadir. And Sheila, um, I want you to give more of your background of everything that you kind of have started out before you even kind of touched into the world of, you know, psychic medium work and everything else that you do. Okay, okay. So lovely to be here. Thank you for asking me to be on your lovely show. Um, so a little bit of background about me. So I started in corporate. Um, that was kind of my first kind of ever job. Um, 
I've worked for a number of high-profile companies um, in telecommunications, and I loved my job. I was doing marketing, absolutely loved it, you know, going up the ladder, as you do. But the environment was so toxic, and I didn't really realize at that time um, that I was burning out. And I was burning out because of the toxicity, because I was also empathic, and it was just a struggle. You know, you're always fighting to get to the top, and, and everyone was trying to, you know, overstep you. So I got very dis- disillusioned with the whole um, corporate. And I had a dream when I was younger, when I was in my teens, of being a police officer. But Back in those days, and we're talking a long time ago now, um, (laughs) a very long time ago, you had to be a certain height um, in the UK to be a police officer. You had to be five foot four. And I was never going to reach five foot four. I'm five foot one. And that is (laughs) that's as tall as I'm ever going to get. And then while I was working in, in corporate, I found out that they reduced the height limit. They took the height limit off because it was um, it, it was discrimination, really. So they they couldn't have the height limit on there oh, anymore. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I then transitioned. I, I it was a very long process to get into the police, but I was um, finally got in, and I absolutely loved my my time within the police. Um, but being a psychic as well. I'd always been intuitive. I was actually um, taking my work literally home with me because if you went to a sudden death, for example, I would treat the scene and the um, the family with su- such a lot of respect. You know, I would treat the the person that, that, that had passed over with so much respect that they actually started to come home with me. So <laughs> they would attach themselves to me and come home with me. And I didn't really know what was happening. And I was just picking up a lot of energy constantly. Um, and I eventually burnt out um, as a police officer. I also was, um, I worked with uh, rape and, and serious sexual crime um, within the police. I was one of the first officers in the UK to be trained to do that and support victims. Oh, wow. Through, yeah, wow. Through, through that process. So I was picked right. because because I was very kind, caring, empathic, you know, all those um, features of an empath really, really helped me in that role. But it was just too much for me. Energetically, I were, I just burnt out and, and it, it was just too difficult. So I decided to take a, a career break from the police. And in that time, um, actually, my father had died as well within that time, which, again, kind of pushed me out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I opened up a spiritual shop and I kind of really dived into my spiritual uh, education at that point. Um, so I opened this little shop and it was lovely. We sold crystals, tarot cards. We did uh, readings there. It was lovely, a really lovely um, environment. And I, I loved I loved having it. But the recession hit and we couldn't we couldn't sustain it anymore. So um, I left. Went back into corporate for a while. Again, found the toxicity too much for me. Uh, so decided to go back to the police. Within 18 months, I'd burnt out again. I just 
because I was so sensitive and hadn't really claimed my gifts or, um, you know, stepped into who I really was yeah. at a deeper yeah. level. Yeah, I totally relate to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just totally burnt out. And so after that, I actually became a private investigator for a while, which was interesting, to say the least. Um, so I'd be, you know, chasing people, following them around, taking <laughs> photographs, you know, hiding in bushes. Right. Oh my um, god. Yeah, all, all that all that kind of stuff. Um and while it was I kind of fa- found that it was just such a negative environment for me to be in uh, as an empath because I was following people, I was checking up on them, I was trying to catch them out, catch them cheating, um skiving off work. It it just didn't feel comfortable for me yeah yeah there's something there's there is something about that that seems a little bit like um it's there's just something not right about it and I understand what you're saying it's funny about three or four years ago maybe five at the most I had seriously thought about changing my um direction in college Mm -hmm. and going into criminal um because I I feel well first transiting Pluto was literally conjuncting my midheaven at that time along with my moon and my Jupiter and my Saturn, which are all at the, the midheaven. Yeah. So I felt this really strong pull to get into the criminal and the, you know, uh, investigation work. But I always felt the same as you. There just didn't seem something right about that. No, you know? No, no so, it, it just, yeah, it just didn't feel, feel right. So I transitioned out of that very quickly. Um, I think I was there about two years and then I, I went back into a corporate role for a while and I was a trainer for mental health um, because having suffered my own mental health issues when my father died, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to help other people with that. But again, I, I walked straight into toxicity and a very controlling environment. And eventually I thought, no, I'm going to work for myself. And I, I just took the well, it was p- practically forced on me um, mm-hmm. through redundancy. That was it. I was pushed into this world of, and I, I just opened up to my psychic side, which I'd hidden, suppressed for so many years. But now, uh, you know, I've truly stepped into it. So I've been doing this completely now as my full-time income for about two years. But I've always been doing psychic readings while I've worked um, mm. you know working on my um, intuition constantly since I was I was very young so it's been with me but I've just hidden it and suppressed it because being in the corporate environment they thought it would be you know they I I was scared of being judged Mm-hmm. scared of coming out and saying hey look I, I do psychic readings um, even in the police I just couldn't couldn't talk about that and I couldn't talk about the feelings that I got you know when I went to certain crime scenes or dealt with people I no unfortunately no it is true Mm. we still have that world the corporate world where that's seen as kind of almost silly stuff like it's really not valued yeah so I can relate to that because it's funny I think most of us intuitive people are drawn to fields of work that are draining. Like I was a CNA nurse for yeah. 20 something years. Yeah. And it's funny. I, I got drained over and over and over again too, yeah. because I didn't understand my full potential of that energy. 
you know, where you really do have to protect yourself. You really do have to watch what exactly. situations you get into. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can, I can understand uh, what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I think it's one of those things that still today people are leery still about mentioning it in the corporate world, because again, I'll have to say when I mention it to my office managers uh, in, in where I worked at the nursing agency, I remember one time I was at a client's house and somehow I locked my keys out of my car. So they started like playing around saying, well, try to see in your mind, like, a, you know, mm -hmm. they just were joking around, but I'm like, okay, you know, so it's, it is, it's something that's still not widely accepted, you know, completely, mm -hmm. even though, you know, it depends on where you're at though. You know, if you, once you step out of that corporate world and then you realize some way up there, corporate people really do know the value of astrology or Absolutely. getting readings, you know, they do yep. know the value. So I think it depends on, you know, who the people are, you know, that are at the top. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a lot of people in corporate and they won't talk about it, but they do. Yeah. Use yes. psychics yes. for their business. Yes. Um, and, and that's something that I do as well, because I, I have this ability to see a business and see the person and see the potential of it. So, you know, I kind of realize now why I was in the corporate world. You know, it makes complete sense to me why I was there. Um, but but now I help from a, a different angle. Right, right. It's almost like now you've taken that experience and you're able to kind of say, you know, now I can help anybody who's in that world yeah. and help guide them and direct them. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did you do the police work for, uh, Sheila? Like, what was the time, amount of time over the years? So I was originally in for about, uh, would have been four years. Mm -hmm. um, and then my father died very suddenly. And about 18 months after that, I just, I couldn't cope with the, uh, you right. know, I was literally having a, a mental breakdown. Right, right. Um, but it was a combination of my dad plus all the, literally the work imploding on me and sure, me sure me not not managing it not sure. managing no my... I can't I can't imagine yeah I can't yeah. imagine going to a scene or an accident and 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 you you know I, I watch you know a lot of shows on tv about that kind of stuff and and I think it is you've got to be really again um it's good to be in tuned with it but there's also a, a real need for guarding yourself yeah you and know in order so you're not drained and I and when I look back on my life that's that's what was happening I was yeah. working around people that were ill all the time uh, mostly elderly people yeah so it, it's amazing how when I think about all the families and the, and the elderly that I worked at in all kinds of situations I'm like wow no wonder I was always teetering between being drained and ending up in the hospital yeah. uh, besides besides unfortunately the darker entities like to attach one to me so that was just something I didn't have the awareness of when I was younger mm -hmm. but that is really really interesting um, and you know I saw a lot of it when I would go into these mental facilities of where I was being uh, taken to because of my own out of balance you know um, the draining of the energy and it would send me into another whole mental thing 
Mm-hmm. And these places really, what scares me about them is there's so much, I mean, chaotic energies and mental places that I'm like, oh my God, if there's ever a place besides prison that really needs a lot of um, clearing out, it's it's these kind of places. But I can relate to the feeling of being drained. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing once you really get a handle on what's going on, it really does change it. Absolutely. Yeah, because I really didn't understand it at that point, why I was feeling the way I was feeling um, and why I wasn't able to get up and go like all my colleagues were Mm -hmm. um, constant. You know, I was always tired. I was drained. And, um, you know, doing the work that I do now, I can see so clearly Mm -hmm. that I was literally overloaded with other people's stuff. yeah, that I hadn't protected myself against, and if if you imagine, I was I was working with trauma, real, you know, with rape and sexual serious sexual assault. So I was working with the victims of of that, and because I'm empathic, I felt everything. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. felt their pain. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's not surprising that I burnt out. No, um, no, no. I know. I, 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 it's funny because I didn't realize either all those years when I was mm. doing CNA work. And I remember one client in her home, I did a lot of home health because I didn't want to go into facilities, but working around people who were close to death, you know, a lot. And I remember this one client in her home, it was an older woman telling me all about her surgery of her, her double mastectomy. And I almost literally dropped in her bedroom floor. I almost like totally dropped, like passed out. Because I could literally, as she's giving me these details, I'm like, I literally almost just fell to the ground. So yeah. it is, it's really amazing, you know, when you're working with that kind of energy. So, yeah. So, and and it's interesting that you had that dream when you were young. So there had to have been a really strong reason, because I'm a big believer in dreams, especially mm-hmm. when you're young, when you get a powerful dream. Yeah. So there's no doubt they were guiding you. Spirit was guiding you to do that kind of work. And I would imagine, I don't know what the purpose is that you've come to, um, but I would think that part of that was to, again, get you closer to understanding your gift. Yeah, I I think so. And also to put light into a very dark and negative environment. Mm. Um, Very well said. Very well said. Yes. Yeah. And and, yes. and so I did that for, I mean, I was in the police in total for seven years. And so, you know, I was putting my light in, in there. And, you know, some of the things that I, I, where I feel that I had a real effect on people were, you know, things like going and interviewing people. So interviewing people that had been arrested, and then you'd have an officer go and interview them to either ch- get them charged or, or whatever. Um right. And I always treated people with respect and, you know, I made the process for them as easy and nice as possible. And I I remember another time interviewing um, a lady who had been raped and she just at the end of the interview, she just put her arms around me. She just hugged me and said, thank you for making that so easy for me. And I literally I cried all the way home um, after that because it just. Wow. It just made me think, do you know what? I'm I'm doing something here and that has had a profound I effect. I mean, I, I'm just getting woman. chills all over my body. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't think we could say enough about that field because we, at least I have been tuned into 
all the kinds of crime shows and, and all the times they show interviews of what happens with women. And, and, and I'm not just making this a, a female thing. I don't like anyway, they, the way they interrogate yeah. people, I think it should be crime. I think it should be a crime itself. But when you see the females who've been treated over and over again in the way of the rape, I mean, it, it, it's scary. I mean, it's really scary. Yeah. Um, the way that they're interrogated and not believed or or accused. So, yeah. no, I, I'm sure that woman was like really thanking you from a really deep part of herself, because I, I can't imagine going through something like that, you know? No, no. And, so, yeah. and her, yeah, I mean, her story was pretty horrific as well. And she was only giving me a little bit. She mm. wasn't. She wasn't mm. giving me everything. She was giving me what she felt that she could at that time. Mm -hmm. There was a lot more to uncover with her, but she just, you know, that hug and, and she really meant it. Thank you from the bottom of, of my heart, you know, mm -hmm. for making that so easy for me. And it was wow. like, you know, wow. that really touched me. Wow. It really, it really showed you, you know, I mean, when I always talk to people about, you know, the purpose of why your soul has returned to this earth. I mean, you know, why did you come back? Why are you here? Like, what is your purpose here? Um, you know, when, when something like that happens, you know, really deep in your soul, you know, yeah. Even if I was just here for this person, you know, that's how big it is. That's how big it is that, you know, our soul work or mission is, is done. So yeah. uh, fill us in more with, is there anything else that you are involved in these days as far as any programs or courses or anything that you that you want to share that what you are currently doing I know you said you work a lot with people's businesses which I find fascinating yeah so, hmm. so, so at the at the moment I, I I call myself a business intuitive and marketing strategist for spiritual entrepreneurs um, a lot of the times my clients are people that want to escape corporate and yeah. they feel this real strong urge, but they don't quite know how to get there. They kind of feel trapped and stuck. They don't have the confidence. So I help them transition out of that and create businesses that bring them the income that they ha would have had plus more in their corporate jobs. So I help them transition out of that. I also like to help um, entrepreneurs and businesses you know, looking at their their overall strategy and looking at ideas, whether they're going to work, because I have this kind of vision and I can see the bigger picture of a business. I can see what's going to work, what's not going to work, what products to launch, what not to launch. I can just wow. literally see it and, and I wow. love doing wow. it. So yours is a more, uh, when you're working with people individually, you're working more from the aspect of both clairvoyance and working with cards or just one or the other or, or whatever, whatever you're feeling drawn to. to so do. it's kind of a mixture. So a lot of the times I will do readings for people and I will, do, I will use that in, in a business sense as well. But then I also use, um, I'm claircognizant. So information will just come stream down into my consciousness and then I start to speak it so it comes in and I speak and it, it just happens very very quickly so yeah, I literally yeah, channel, yeah. Channel it. You're, yeah. You're, you're the vessel right yeah yeah you're the vessel Absolutely. so the, yeah I, I understand when those thoughts come in and those ideas from the other side or information or messages yeah um they're just there and you're able to interpret them and be able to help individuals get more clear and defined on what it is they're trying to do yeah. No, that's excellent. That's excellent. 
Um, I'm trying to think if you could give us any more background about your upbringing as far as what kind of home life, like, was it a real religious one or were you kind of, uh, did you come from, you know? No, no. So, so my background, um, my childhood wasn't religious at all. I had parents from different religions, so um, they didn't force or put any religion onto us as children um, because there was a real big difference in my mum and my dad's religion. Um, so they didn't really talk, you know, there was no religion there at all. I do remember being um, a very small child mm-hmm. and speaking with my mother's brother who had died. Um, I didn't know this is what I was doing. I didn't know I was communicating with, with him. I just, he was just my imaginary friend. Um, and I remember a time when my mum, because obviously she'd lost her brother and she was, she was grieving um, I remember them using me and this, you know, you probably call social services now, but I remember <laughs> be, being in a room and they were doing like a Ouija board oh, wow. with, with me as as a, I think I must have been about four, you oh. know, with my hand on the glass to try and contact him. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I have a memory of that. Wow. Yeah. And to, in, today we, we would call, you know, we the social services in to, to deal with that because that's not, yeah, not yeah, the there's, thing. Some, there's some stuff going on there that's not on the <laughs> but yeah. I, you know I, I have to say it's not like they're starving you or putting you in closets so I don't know that's that's no, no. that's really interesting wow yeah wow uh, but but so, I, so did it kind of work because you actually did start speaking with with your mother's brother or did it happen before that or after you were working with the, the uh, board was, yeah no I was talking to him way before that oh way wow that. yeah oh, wow. So, yeah we were having conversations he was like my imaginary friend and I I told my mum how he'd actually died and there was no way I could have known oh, any no. of those details because sure. it wasn't they didn't speak about that kind of stuff in sure. front of a child sure. Sure. so um yeah that was kind of my earliest memory. Yeah. Um, my mum and dad never suppressed anything, you, you, you know, spiritual or, or psychic at all. So I was able to explore all sorts of aspects of my spirituality um, from a very young age. So, uh, yeah, there, there was no religion there that kind of right. blocked, blocked me in any way. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. What is your opinion, uh, since we have you here, and since you started so young, what is your opinion about the board? Because I, I get such mixed messages, not from spirit. I mean, from the world, you know, yeah. yes, it's it's OK. It's it's just another tool. And then, no, it brings in some really I mean, I, I don't know personally. And I've been doing this a long time myself. What my, is your feeling? My, my own opinion on that is no. Because you, the, the the type of spirits that are attracted to that are not going to be the nicer spirits. You, you're going to attract the the darker spirits that want to mess about, that want to fool around. Um, so, so what is the difference then be, between in the way of and and again, I've done a lot of research on this, but I'm always mm-hmm. curious of other people's thoughts. 
I mean, you know, the thing that I run into quite a bit from time to time when I do readings is somebody, you know, it happened not too long ago where somebody was brought up that tarot cards were an evil. So, you know, in my mind, whether you call it call board, the Ouija board or tarot cards. And I had to tell this client, I said, well, you know, what's interesting is people get worried about being attacked by darker entities Mm -hmm. or demonic. And I said, I was actually 19 when I was attacked demonically, which I didn't learn about the fact that Mm -hmm. I was till 2016. Wow. But I didn't start working with the cards until I was 28 years old, which is almost 10 years later. So I try to explain to people, you know, at nine, Mother Mary appeared in my room, which was was the first time I had ever seen a spirit was when I was nine years old and Mother Mary appeared in my room, which is a really interesting story of how that happened. We'll get into another time. But I, 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 you know, it's kind of like in my mind, I'm thinking, well, people think tarot cards are more evil like it's a you know then where's the difference you see what i'm saying exactly yeah but it's if you're not experienced you don't know what you're doing you don't know what you could open up because you're opening up a gateway Mm -hmm. and you you know you have to be experienced so in the right hands it's absolutely fine but if you're not experienced and don't Mm -hmm. know what you're doing then i would have a, a extreme caution with using yeah. a Ouija board yeah but you know they are used in um you know in ghost hunts and things like that but again I feel that you need to be very protected and you need to yeah. be mindful of what you are doing and what you could be communicating with no so I think I think spirit you know be yeah I think it goes back to like anything else in life. It goes back to like you're talking about is it's about respect and in your yeah. your intent. Yeah, what your exactly. intentions are. And I am a big believer that even though I find it fun, meaning I love doing readings, it is actually fun to me. But yeah. I also take it with a deep responsibility. Absolutely. I take I take it with a deep respect yeah. that I do this work. And I, I don't know why I'm getting the chills right now, but it's almost for me uh, an honor and a privilege to be able to use the cards in the manner of a tool to work for other people to connect with spirit and bring through messages. So I I do, I do see what you're saying. I mean, it really is a matter of of being responsible. Responsible. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I'm not in agreement when I see some of the shows on TV and there's only a few, but where they really make a mockery, it's almost like a joke. Yeah. And very, to me, very disrespectful. Yeah. And uh, and that's where I feel like it gives it a bad name. Do you know what I mean? And that's where you get into the areas of really bringing in darker entities when you don't respect and and be responsible, take accountability for what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've got a little bit more time left to go. And I do want everyone to know how to get a hold of you at this point, just in case uh, they want it to, you know, give you a call or, or work with you. I know you're in England correct that's correct yes in the UK so I know you do work by Skype because I've had a session with you last year that was very eye-opening and I really appreciate it so um let people know um I I know uh, Tiffany's going to put up information and she also has the information located for other people to be able to contact you but go ahead and give any information that you would like Sheila 
Yeah, so my website is www.sheelakadir.com. Um, I also have a Facebook group for introverts and empathic entrepreneurs um, where I do free training, uh, help people grow spiritually and grow their businesses as well. And that's called Introvert and Empath Entrepreneurs. Um, so that's very easy to find on, on Facebook. And I also have a Facebook page called Sheila Kadir Coaching. Um, so that's where you can find me. Great, great. That's great information for any of you out there that are starting a business or any of you that are trying to uh, define and kind of get more um, more information on really critiquing what you're doing in the business that you're in, no matter what field of work it is. It doesn't matter if it's corporate or your own personal business. Sheila is able to really bring through insights from the other side that actually can help you. Uh, get the most out of what you're trying to do with your business. And that's like really a big, a really big deal. I, I think that's like monumental because I think the one thing with businesses, you know, and I've had many of them over my lifetime. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't very good at managing my investments. Like I didn't know how to invest money when I was younger. So I could have used help back then. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, um, you know, when you have that inside information that you are able to provide, which you've already done for me, you know, six or eight months ago, it does help give a little bit more clarity in the direction that we're moving in. And when anybody that knows if you have your own business, you know, really seeing what's going on is like your biggest challenge, right? Because there's always going to be sometimes things you can't see. Um, which is why I always have I've always gone for tarot readings because it kind of gives you a a lead way where you can see down the road a little bit and you can make your your choices can be better you can choose better choices of what you want to do when you have a little bit more of the information ahead of time. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to add that you want the world to know about what you do and how you're doing things? Yeah, I mean uh a lot of the times I see with people that I work with, I see a lot of blocks. I see trauma in their past, um, which kind of stops them from moving forward. So a lot of the work I do with people is to release that trauma. Um, and it may be stuff that they don't even know that they're holding. It could be stuff from a past life, for example. It could be a vow that they've made in a, in a past life. Um, it could be something from their childhood. So I work with them to release all those blocks because sometimes we have blocks to earning money, for example. And so you're never going to, your business isn't going to progress unless you get rid of those blocks. So I help people with those blocks as well so that they can just quickly and easily expand their businesses. And I look at um, the best way for them to position their business and um, how to package their business so that they are not working all the hours um, and they can create some kind of passive income and, you know, get the, uh, the most, the, the most, most out of, yeah, out of yeah. What, they're, what they're doing. That's Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I never thought about that, Sheila. I never thought about, you know, areas where when we're in business and I'm, I'm actually getting ready to look at some of that stuff myself, which in a few minutes, you're going to do a little 10 minute reading for me so people can see how you work. But it's interesting. I never thought about how to utilize your time in order so you're not scattered or not in too many directions 
which is typically something I have a tendency to do. You know, most people that are highly creative, we're like, we can get all over the place, you know, and, and it kind of takes away from what you're really, you know, when, when you really need to focus in a certain area. So this is great, great. So we're going to take a few minutes and, and Sheila's going to go ahead and shuffle some cards for me. And we're going to just do a little mini reading. This will just give you a taste of the kind of work that Sheila does and um, see what, what comes out of this. So Sheila, whenever you're ready, um, we'll go ahead and see what's happening. Okay. So this is my tarot deck that I'm using. So I'm just going to shuffle. So I'm going to ask you, Sherry, to, to tell me when to stop when you are ready. Okay, stop. Okay, I'm going to split the deck into three separate piles. So just say, um, choose pile one, two, or three, and I'll work from that pile. Always the middle pile. I always do the middle pile. <laughs> okay, let's have a little look. So the first and uh, whenever I do a reading, the tarot is just a tool for me. So I'm just using this as a tool, and then more stuff is gonna is gonna come through. So, so it's I'm, almost like a, it's almost like an opening point for you, then, right? It, yeah, like a jump yeah. off point. It, okay. it is. It gives me okay. We're going this way, okay, and then it will it will start to kind of come in. So what I'm feeling here for you, Sherry, is I'm seeing someone coming in to help you with your business at some point. I feel that you've got some decisions to make in terms of direction where you're going within your business, and I feel that you've been very very patient. It's like you're waiting for something to happen. So I don't know if there's something that's kind of like bubbling away in the background that you're waiting because I feel like. I'm, I'm held back so I feel like I'm in chains and I'm held back and I cannot move forward until this thing has happened then what I'm feeling once this thing has happened we get some kind of um, money coming in so this is when the money starts to drop in for you and um, I don't know whether you're thinking of moving as well because I'm seeing a new home coming in for you um, now in terms of when things are going to start to move forward for you, I'm kind of getting a timeline of about three to four months. You also need to look, um, and this is what we were talking about earlier, um, your your health and making sure you are resting enough because I don't feel that you you, you do too much. You've got too much in going on in your head at any one time and then you don't, you know, you don't take the time you need um, to rest. I'm also seeing here, and I, I, I'd, I'd be interested um, to, to what you say on this, but I'm feeling here that there's a woman with dark hair that has caused you some problems or is causing you some issues right now. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it actually it all does. From the, the moment okay. that you started talking, um, it is true that I have literally been feeling like I'm waiting, just waiting and waiting for this next part of my business adventure, um, which, you know, I, I actually been waiting for many, many, many years, but I'm at the moment where I know it's getting ready to really happen. Yep. So I definitely can relate to everything you said in the beginning completely. Like I literally, like I'm just waiting for this one particular thing to yep. begin. And yep. then I do think things are going to start flowing. So that's perfectly correct. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I think the whole resting thing, I've never been one to sit idle very long. 
Um, I do have a couple things going on, but that's normal for me. Um, and I, I'm really not doing a lot as far as a lot of physical activity. So it's more the mental stuff that goes on. And yeah, there is somebody that I would say that there is some kind of, you know, things here and there that are kind of bumping heads a little bit. I was a little mm. bit upset actually over a week ago about it. So yeah, right. there is, okay. there is yeah. that female that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also some confusion around you as well and I've got links to overseas or travel so I don't know whether you are thinking of going overseas or it may be that that what you're waiting for has links to overseas as well does that make sense yeah I mean you know it's not a surprise I'm really at the moment in my life where I'm trying to find that one person that's going to be licensing my board game that I've created um, and that still hasn't happened yet. I'm kind of like, I'm like sitting on the edge, like just waiting, you know, and I, I keep thinking, you know, should I go somewhere or do I have to do more talking online somewhere? Like where, like I'm waiting for this person to step in uh, to get this game rolling <laughs> and I'm waiting for the money. You know, the money would be very helpful right now, which I don't have a lot of income coming in. So I do feel like I'm being held back and, and I'm, yeah. And I'm also waiting for that person that you said that's going to step in to help with, you know, get things moving. None of that has right. happened yet. Right. So. Okay. so that's that's still there waiting to happen then. Um, but I do see it happening because I, I can see it. It's still there. It's, it's still yeah. waiting to happen. And I see this person here as well. They are very work focused. So I don't know whether it's an agent or um, something like that or it, it's, it's someone who knows what they're doing in terms of getting this um, game out to a wider audience. So right. he, he knows what he's doing, basically. Okay. Um, yeah. But and and I'm also seeing a contract with this. So I feel that you and him sign some kind of contract um, that allows you to get this out there. Oh, okay. So it's a mail. Well, I, I know that two things. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I, I was under the understanding there was a female that was going to be licensing the game. Um, but I don't know if there's a male separate. I know when I talked with you six, eight months ago, November was going to be a very significant month for me. Right. Which, so I'm, I'm really excited for this month to come to see what's yeah. going to happen this month. Yeah. Um, and two, there was supposed to be a romantic interest around that time as well. And somebody that was into sales and marketing and stuff like that. Right. So that, I haven't met that person yet. Um, okay, so, yeah. that, that that could be the person that I'm seeing then. But so he has the links to get this this out there. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I do see a romantic link there as well. But that's kind of coming. That's kind of like come right at the end. That's not. That's not, not in the no, right. Not initially. Mind. No, no. no. That, make, that makes sense. I, I would be more business like, you know, you yeah. know, I'm, 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 when I get into business, I'm really focused into business. So, yeah, the, yeah. if there's an interest, it would have to come later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, this was exciting. No, no, no. And it's funny because now you said about three more months, which is interesting because it's like I, 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 I feel a strong desire to get into a home. And to really set up and get things situated for my business. I mean, that's like my yep. real focus. So yep. I'm kind of like, I don't, I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't get nuts about this anymore, but it's almost like, okay, you know, as human beings, especially when we're coming to things that we're striving to do, 
that's going to help us with our 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 daily needs, right? So I'm always thinking, you know, well, where's this going to come in from and how's this going to happen? I don't do it as much anymore as we spoke before, but there's always that curiosity, you know, well, how's that going to come in? Like, where's that coming from? What angle? Do the cards get that specific or do you get answers more even detailed? I mean, a lot of what you said was right on. I mean, I can't tell you how from the time you just started speaking, it was exactly what I've been feeling. And I'm like, okay, when is this going to start? Because I'm kind of like, I'm getting antsy, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's, it's a bit of both really. Um, uh, so a lot of the, t- Oh, someone's pinging me. At the <laughs> I hope you can't hear that. So, um, a lot of the time it's, um, it's the cards so I get a lot of information from the cards they can be Mm -hmm. quite spot on um but then it's also whatever's dropping in at the same time so they're kind of working in conjunction really um but the cards will give me that kind of like okay I've got that or I've got a timeline I I get timelines with the cards yes yes I I get you you know that the timeline so I Uh, have one question Mm, I've only got yeah. one question. I saw a house about a week and a half ago that I really feel like is it. Would that be the house? I'm just curious. Okay. If it is, you know, that's great. If it's not, I'm okay with that too, because I believe whatever's meant to really to be the best that's going to be for what I need is going to come along. So I'm just curious because I it is an older type house. So it's not like a, a new, new, you know, type home. Yeah. So as I was shuffling, a card fell out. So that quite often happens. They jump out. And I've got a bit of conflict with this. So what is it that you're not sure about with this particular house? Oh, um, well, the only I thought the only really for me, the only drawback was it is an older home, which sometimes I worry about just being an older home. Like, you know, is there going to be draft? You know, I worry about draft issues where if a house is older, it may have drafting problems where it's cool, you know, more cold, yep. where it doesn't keep in the heat. Um, and and I, I wasn't real only happy with um, the arrangement of the kitchen because it was a very narrow kitchen. It was a nice, beautiful kitchen, but it was narrow. I like more of a very much more open. But I, 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 I don't see them as major because I'm really good at ripping out walls. And <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a really good imagination and I really love the house because of the backyard. I love the backyard. It yeah. gives me a lot of room to build a yurt and to have my retreats. I'll be having retreats where people come to my home, you know, so that's the only conflict. My conflict is really about, am I going to have the money? Cause it's expensive. I, I was a little bit not happy with the price because the price is pretty high and I think it should be a lot lower. Oh, okay. So that's where you could have some, some issues that you're just going to have to negotiate on the price. But what I'm feeling here is that you would be very happy there. So it'd be a very happy home for you. And I am seeing a contract. So I do feel that you are going to be able to get the finances or the money or whatever it is that you need to, um, to to get this property. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's actually the number when you, well, I'm into numerology a bit, not heavily, but yeah. uh, it, it, when you add up the, the house numbers, it comes to the master number 11. Yeah, And wow. I've only been in one other home, one home in my whole life, which is the house I left in Florida before I came here to North Carolina. And it was a number 11 when you add up the numbers. And it was the most peaceful house I have ever lived in my whole entire life. So I have to say, that's one of the other reasons I I do like this house, because it's a master 11 number. Right. Um, 
But I want to thank you. I, this is what it's like if you decide to get reading with Sheila. She will go even more into the reading of different things that you're trying to do with your business or anything connected to the business. So I think it's really, really a, a great opportunity for anybody out there who's just started a business or you may be in a corporate world where you've been there for 10 years and there's still some things that you feel is just not working for you or you would like to get more clarity on. Um, this is what you do. This is what Sheila has spent, you know, a lot of her part of her life learning of how to understand these insights and present them in a way that you can connect with them. And again, I can't tell you how exact one you were when you started talking. I'm like, oh, my God, I, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm literally waiting. I feel like I'm in a waiting time period where I'm just yeah. waiting for the beginning to happen. Like, I know once it starts going and happening, I know like it's just going to roll. Yeah. 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 But it's this initial part that I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for literally the money to drop in because I actually do have to do a very important thing before I even license the board game. I'm still in the process of some legalities. So money is one of the other things that is stopping me. <laughs> so I, I, everything you said was right on board. Um, and, and as far as the female you talk about, I don't want to talk too much about that personally because I'd rather talk about that off off air. But there is something with that. So I, as much as I want to give more information, I'd rather not. Um, but that is it, that is something that is going on that I would like to get with you. And um, it's almost actually that time. I remember I told you when I left Florida, I said, I'll be contacting you once I get to North Carolina <laughs> because I'm getting ready that I need another whole reading. So do you do both uh, half an hour readings, Sheila, and hour readings or just hour? Like what is your? No, I, I, I do both. I do half an hour and hour. And I, I, I do look at other things as well. I have a lot of clients that come to me for love um, readings, but my focus is really and my love and passion is business. Right. You've kind of narrowed it down, I guess, because of, yeah. you know, I think that experience you got, you know, working in the corporate field, you know, it's almost like it was honing your skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and really, really. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I'm qualified. Um, I've got a diploma in management studies, a diploma in marketing. So I've done all the kind of, you know, the the, the qualifications. Um, oh, wow. So you actually have all well. the experience from studies. Yeah. I mean, literally from having to do the schooling to to know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Absolutely. Interesting. Great. Well, I can't thank you enough for being on here. And before we do go in another, we still have like about another eight minutes or so or, or more. Um, but I want to do a quick little one card reading for you. Oh, and then for our audience. Um, this is a deck I actually just got in about 15 minutes before the show was starting. And it comes in a little, it comes in a little um, organza bag, a, a beautiful Lovely. silver gray so these cards are called the messenger cards. Here's the front of the book. Oh, let's see if I can get the picture in there. The messenger cards, guidance from the animal spirits. And it's a very unusual deck. It's actually very simplicity. Um, her artwork is really, just really interesting. And I actually just got it because I felt that it was something that was um, just different in the way of the, the artwork and, you know, for me, it's all about the artwork besides the book. I, I love to read what people's 
uh, people write about in their in their booklets. So and are you ever going to do an Oracle deck yourself? Do you think? Uh... I, I've already done one Oracle deck. So I've done an Oracle deck called the Sensitive Soul Wisdom Cards. And I am in the process of doing a tarot deck now as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. that we asked. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay. That'll be exciting to watch out for. All right. You let me know when you feel like you're ready. Now. Okay, and then I'm just going to cut the pile. We'll do three since I am into the number three as well. We have a left, right, or middle. What are you drawn to? I'm going to go right. The right pile. Yeah. Okay, so the car. Now we have a little bit of a glare there, but it's a number 37. So let's take a look at what it says. Um, this one is the... This is, oh, wrong page. Hang on a minute. That is the wrong page. Okay, so this is the um, the butterfly. Oh. Okay, and it's almost like an unusual butterfly. Yeah. Um, we work hard to find clarity and to set clear intentions. Sometimes, however, what we desire starts to manifest in our reality and our fear of change sets in, creating a vibration of resistance. If we do not have awareness of our resistance, it will stop the manifestation in its tracks and take us back to our comfort zone where we stagnate. Another example is when what we desire is not showing up at all as a result of our unconscious choice to stay in our comfort zone. Do not judge yourself. Allowing new experiences into your life means breaking old habits and belief systems. This means that we need to keep our heart open to love and support in the universe when we are used to shutting down are shutting our heart down. Surrender, allow yourself to feel vulnerable and know that you are worthy of love and support that you are receiving. Also be vigilant about knowing how you are feeling in every moment. Your feelings will tell you when you have reverted back into your old comfort zone because your heart will be closed and you will not feel good. Remember, our creator never gives us more than we can handle. This is interesting because I feel like even though I was giving this for you, I feel like it was almost exactly what you were sharing with us. Mm -hmm. about what you do when you work with people about their blocks that you actually help them remove their blocks. Yeah. And that's kind of what I got from that as far as yeah. this is actually what you do for other people. Yeah. You actually that, help that makes, them remove those blocks, right? Yeah, that makes so much sense to me. I can yeah. really so, resonate with that. I know, it's interesting. Like I said, I don't feel like it's just for you, you know, uh, just for you alone. I feel like that car was for the general uh, audience, you know, to keep yeah. that remembrance that, you know, a lot of times we block our own progress, right? We do. Um, that's some, something I've struggled most of my life. And I, it's funny because if you remember back, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe 20 years, the whole law of attraction was real big. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the, the movie, The Secret, the book, The Secret. And yeah. it's funny because I could never connect with it. I understood it. And I was able to, I have a great imagination. I mean, a great imagination where I can like, my problem is, is that I can imagine so well that I don't have to do it because I feel like I've already done it. When I, when I, when I imagine it in my mind, I imagine it so well yeah. that it's almost like, well, I don't have to do that now because I've already lived it in my, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. It's really crazy. Yeah. But I, yeah. but I could never really, I could never grasp 
you know, some of the reasons why some of the things that I focused on for a long time didn't really come about. And when I look at it, I think what you're talking about, those blocks, they're so unconscious, those blocks. Yeah. I mean, it's really crazy, you know, when you, you know, when you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I see readings. Yeah. The unconscious mind is the master of your ship, basically. Yes. Yes. I know when I've done readings and Mm. things have come up in readings for people that are going on that's unconscious or I'll say, well, your husband, you know, this is kind of what's going. She said, really? Like, you know, I I, I had no idea. I said, yeah, it's very unconscious. It's not something that we, you know, often consciously are aware of. And that's what, you know, that's where the hook is. You know, that's what keeps us, you know, kind of stuck. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you again for being on the show. I, I really enjoyed the last time when I first met you. Your readings are out. You're just outstanding. Um, they've always been right on point. And like I said, I would talk more about some of it, but I don't want to because it's a little <laughs> private. So I would definitely get a hold of you to finish some of that reading um, because, it, you know, there's things I do want to talk about that are pretty important. So thank you for being on the Secrets of the Universe, Sheila. I'm really glad You're that you so were with us. It's, yeah, been I, it's been a pleasure. I really great. enjoyed it. <laughs> Right. And anybody that wants to get a hold of Sheila, again, her information, uh, you'll see her website come up on the screen in a few minutes. And if you uh, don't catch the information, there's her website. You can uh, go ahead and and get a hold of Sheila. You can also contact me at imaginepeacenow.com. Imaginepeacenow.com is my website. And I'd be more than happy to to give you all the information of Sheila's if, in case you didn't catch her website, I would love to pass on all of her information to you. So we want to thank everyone for being with us again this week. Next week, we'll have another interesting guest. And of course we're going to have Sheila back. I always love to have repeat uh, guests. I like my audience to get to know the people I have on the show. So after the first of the year, we'll be hooking up again sometime, Sheila. So okay. thank you. And for the rest of you, may you always wander in the direction your spirit guides. That is my wish for you this week and this weekend coming. Take care. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.